welcome. Please stand by. Some days you look in the mirror and realize life is a boring place. So you decide to try a concept in the startup culture called pivoting. Apparently, it's an idea in the world of technology where supposed genius stimulant-based CEOs strung out on sleepless nights from harebrained schemes of chasing money change those schemes into other harebrained schemes of chasing money. And you begin posting selfies of what boredom looks like. Selfie of you looking up at your phone. Selfie of you looking directly at your phone. And a selfie of you while you're looking down at your phone. And strange things begin to happen. People begin following you. And when your followers begin to reach into the billions, you then realize you must be the supreme leader of boredom. And the numbers keep growing. And before you know it, you realize you have 44 and a half billion followers, which seems unbelievable. And that's when you realize the world is not boring. It's all the people with a cell phone in the world that are boring. So then you do the math on how long it's going to take you to get 44 and a half billion boring people accepted so they can follow you doing boring things with a camera. And you calculate, using a thumb to accept each click. You might get 66 clicks per minute, 3,690 clicks per hour, 47,520 clicks in 12 hours. And if you take a combination of speed and cocaine in 24 hours of clicking, 95,040 people. Extrapolating 100,000 people in almost one full day. If you had a team working that click, you wouldn't reach your first billion of people for 27 years. Which, with the current planet population of over 7 billion people, it's highly unlikely anyone will be left in 27 years. Because of the potential mass extinction caused by an object from space. Or because by then, everyone will be joined in a hive mind and no one will need to follow anyone. And things get weird. Those selfies you took are liked, linked, thumbed up, talked about in 40 characters or less. They are canceled and uncanceled and edited in all sorts of filters, file formats, memes, NFTs, and trending hashtags. All the while, this visual pacifier, this JPEG of identity, this fulfillment file of ones and zeros, 
a band-aid to your lack of connection is making millions upon millions of dollars in advertising revenue. And as the pressure of the social frenzy grows, all this data flowing in and out of homes, computers, phones, televisions, tinfoil heads and airwaves, it was big data. That's what they called it. These folks we hold up in our society as advanced wizards, they call it big data. And one day you have a dream. After drinking one of those beers with a cute pirate name that has the alcohol content of a six pack. And in this dream, you pick up a rotary phone and there's a smiling voice that begins laughing on the other end. And then they clear their throat and say, in the world of the internet, we are all connected to each other. That is until someone trips over the plug. Then you are only that person that you see in the mirror. Unless of course that mirror was broken when your head hit it after you tripped over the plug. Then it's just up to your inner you. Hope you stop the bleeding. And perhaps it was the rotary phone, or maybe it was the laughter on the other end. But an image comes to your mind of a pyramid. And you decide to take all of this data and build a data pyramid. You also decide to build it in the middle of some secret desert location. So that no one could destroy it with plug tripping. And so you hire four programmer stonemasons because that's how many computer programmers there are in the world that are also comfortable enough to hold a hammer. Eventually it turns out it would take millions of years for these four to make a pyramid. So instead you forget the stone, but make it into an inflatable sand colored balloon that looks like a pyramid. And you send them off into a location picked out by a chopper pilot where they are dropped off to inflate this big data balloon. Within days, the first pyramid had a slow leak due to the four-member team had no stone to work with and the monotony of coding all day drove them to throw pencils at the ceiling. So they patched it using sticky notes and sent the chopper pilot back who was using a cell phone GPS the whole time so as not to get lost on the journey. And this time, you take the phone with the GPS, scrape off any numbers identifying the flying machine, burn all flight itineraries, and send the pilot with only their memory and two-ton portion of stone and four chisels to help them cope. So the secret location remained on a scale of one. Now when the helicopter crashes somewhere between its launch pad and someplace else, you realize the mission of hiding the data was a success. But the mission to find it failed. And in hindsight, no matter how small two tons of stone looks, it's still two tons. And after two weeks, and most likely what happens, the liquid nitrogen cooling the servers would malfunction and begin leaking back into a gas form 
sending the sand-colored pyramid into the sky. And debates would be had on flying Egyptian pyramids. And perhaps there would be sightings of four disheveled people. The four programmer stonemasons would venture out into the desert. But because of non-disclosure agreements, they could not divulge where they had been. But also because they had no idea where they had been. And would simply wander off, forging for food. And with no more data, your empire begins to shrink. From Tetra, to Giga, to Mega, then Kilo, to Byte. But are you back to boredom? No, because we're all digital deities. Goddesses and gods. Isn't that what we were all reaching for when we trolled or posted or emailed or texted or swiped? To be creators of ourselves. And that floating balloon of your data that you thought was so important. You are now one and the same. A lonely entity in a limited expanse. Energy slowly draining. Structurally sagging. Returning to an original state of silence. Missing out on the actual reality of the real world. This has been an episode of the Flypaper Podcast. Music provided by Black Ferns at blackfernsmusic.com. Please help elevate this podcast. Leave a review. Until next time, stand by. Stand by.